Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Anne Bradley Thomas. Today we'll be using Psalm 65. The Contemplative Sunday School class started praying the Psalms in January to shape and form us, to speak to our hearts and minds, and to draw us to our Creator God. Before beginning, ask yourself, why are you participating? What is your intention? If you have a candle, light it as a reminder that you were created by the Creator God. Thomas Merton says that contemplation is the simple intuition of God, produced immediately in the soul by God, and giving the soul a direct but obscure and mysterious experiential appreciation of God. We will spend a few minutes centering ourselves to this time today. Use this time to leave the past behind and hold off the future. Rest in the present moment. Find a relaxing, comfortable position. Notice and relax your body. Try to notice the shape of your body, its weight. Let yourself relax and feel the connection of your body with what you're sitting on. Relax any areas of tightness or tension. Just breathe. Tune into your breath. Feel the natural flow of breath in and out. You don't need to do anything to breathe. Just notice that you feel the breath in your body. It might be in your abdomen. It might be in your chest or throat or in your nostrils. See if you can feel the sensation of each breath. Notice when one breath ends and the next breath begins. Let yourself relax even more deeply. Remember, it's normal for your mind to wander. Just notice it and gently bring your attention back to your breath. Spend another minute in silence listening to the birds singing in the morning. You can use this time to offer a prayer of thanksgiving to God for the gift of life, of breath, that the giver of life is present with you here today. After the opening prayer, there will be a time for you to say your own prayer while you listen to the children of the Presbyterian Church of Bowling Green play the chime to the hymn 32. The opening prayer is by Isaac Watts from the hymn. Dear Creator God, I sing the mighty power of you that made the mountains rise. 
that spread the flowing seas abroad and built the lofty skies. I sing the wisdom that ordained the sun to rule the day. The moon shines full at your command, and all the stars obey. There is not a plant or flower below, but makes thy glories known. The clouds arise and tempests blow by order of thy throne, while all that borrows life from thee is ever in thy care, and everywhere that we can be, though, you are present there. May I sing all day long of the mighty power of you. Amen. Robert Alter, a Hebrew scholar, translated the beginning of Psalm 65 differently than versions you might be familiar with. His translation starts with, To you, silence is praise. He explains, Despite many divergent interpretations of the Hebrew noun demaya, the most likely meaning in view of other biblical occurrences of the verbal root it reflects is silence. The speaker begins the psalm of praise in a paradoxical gesture regarding speech and silence familiar in poetry in many languages. All the way to the early modernist French poet, Malarmy, by affirming that the subject of the poem, God's greatness, is beyond what language can express, so the silence alone is due praise. The poet, however, cannot remain silent, and he goes on to celebrate God's goodness. After a reading of Alter's translation, Rest in Silence, Rest in God's silence, rest in God's power, rest in God's peace. Dear omniscient God, let the Israelite poem written more than a thousand years before Christ's birth touch my heart today. Amen. Psalm 65. To you, silence is praise, God in Zion, and to you a vow will be paid. O listener to prayer, unto you all flesh shall come. My deeds of mischief are too much for me. Our crimes but you atone. Happy whom you choose to draw close, he will dwell in your courts. May we be sated with your house's bounty, the holiness of your temple. With awesome acts justify you, answer us, our rescuing God. Refuge from all the earth's ends and the far-flung sea. Who sets mountains firm in his power and is girded in might. Who quiets the roar of the sea and the roar of their waves and the tumult of nations. And those who dwell on the earth's end will fear your signs. The portals of morning and the evening you gladden. You pay mine to the earth and soak it. You greatly enrich it. God's stream is filled with water. You ready their grain, for so you ready it. Quench the thirst of its furrows. Smooth out its hillocks. Melt it with showers. Its growth you will bless. You crown your bountiful year and your pathways drip ripeness. The wilderness meadows do drip, and with joy the hills are girded. The pastures are clothed with flocks, and the valleys are mantled with grain. They shout for joy, they even sing.
N.T. Wright, in his book, The Case for the Psalms, explains why they are essential. He says the Psalms celebrate, in fact, they positively relish the sheer physicality of creation, its stuff and its substance, its seed times and harvests, the winds and rocks, the nights, the days. The Psalms over and over tell us that all creation does, in fact, praise its Maker. Only humans, it seems, have the capacity to live as something other than what they are. God's reflectors, image bearers. Trees behave as trees, rocks as rocks. The sea is and does what the sea is and does. The glory of God, said the theologian Arenas, is a human being fully alive. Listen to Eugene Peterson's contemporary interpretation of the Hebrew song. As you rest in silence afterwards, ask yourself, how might you be called to be God's reflector, to bear the image of God, to live fully alive, to celebrate the creation of being human and made in God's image. Psalm 65 Silence is praise to you, Zion-dwelling God, and also obedience. You hear the prayer in it all. We all arrive at your doorstep sooner or later, loaded with guilt, our sins too much for us, but you get rid of them once and for all. Blessed are the chosen, blessed the guest at home in your place, We expect our fill of good things in your house, your heavenly manse. All your salvation wonders are on display in your trophy room. Earth tamer, ocean pourer, mountain maker, hill dresser, muzzler of sea storms and wave crash of mobs of noisy riot. Far and wide they'll come to a stop. They'll stare in awe and wonder. Dusk and dawn take turns calling, come and worship. Oh, visit the earth, ask her to join the dance. Deck her out in spring showers, fill the God River with living water. Paint the wheat fields golden, creation was made for this. Drench the plowed fields, soak the dirt clods with rainfall as harrow and rake bring to her blossom and fruit. Snow crown the peaks with splendor, scatter rose petal down your paths. All through the wild meadows, rose petals. Set the hills to dancing, dress the canyon walls with live sheep, a drape of flax across the valleys. Let them shout and shout and shout, oh, oh, let them sing. The last reading will be Nan Merrill's contemplative paraphrase of the psalm, 
that is meant to be a companion to the Hebrew psalm. Wright also says that the theme God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love is repeated throughout the psalms. That is who God is, not just for some people some of the time, but for the whole creation. He says that people who know Yahweh for themselves will have a special responsibility to make his name known in all the world. After the reading, rest in God's presence before responding. Rest knowing the divine creator is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Perhaps ask yourself, how can you share that knowledge with the world? How might you let that knowledge change you? Change your thoughts, your words, your actions, your habits, your love. Psalm 65. Praise belongs to you, O indwelling beloved. And to you we commit our lives, to you who hears our prayers, to you we came when we go astray. When our transgressions fill us with guilt, you do forgive us. Blessed are those who draw near to you, those who dwell in your heart. Awaken us to your kindness, enter into the sacred chapel of our hearts. Through pain and suffering, your presence sustains us. O merciful one, our comforter, you, the hope of all the earth, to the distant shore that brings us home. By your light, the foundations were created, being guided by love. You still the roaring of the seas, the pounding of waves, the tumult of the people, so that those who dwell even at earth's outer bounds recognize and reverence you. As the rise of each morning and as the sun sets at night, the people bow their heads in reverent gratitude. You visit the earth and slaked our thirst, offering living streams of water. You fed the hungry, you taught love's way. You watered hardened souls filled with stone and weeds, softened them with kindness and blessing their growth. You crowned your years with abandonment, inviting all to eternal life. In the desert flowers come forth, the pastures flourish with fruit and grain. Creation's diversity is glorious. May all people honor these gifts with joyful song while walking the path of love. Before the closing by Francis of Assisi, offer up your own prayer of thanksgiving for this time today and that creation's diversity is glorious. The closing prayer will be hymn 15, All Creatures to Our God and King. <laughs> 